Welcome everybody back to another exciting episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. Today we have, of course, our lovely co-host, Lena. Hello. And we have two great guests. So I think this is the first time we had two guests on at the same time. So this is awesome. I'm really excited. So we have Chris and Don Wilhelm. Thanks for coming in. Mm -hmm. And you guys are from Little Shop of Pleasures here in Calgary. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your shop and... Then oh, we okay. you mean Western Canada's best adult store. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'll let you speak because I can monopolize a conversation. Oh. Tell them a little bit about us, baby. Oh, boy. Now you put me on the spot. <laughs> um, again, we love, love, love what we do. We've been doing it for 20 years, 20 plus years yeah. now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more than a business to us. Okay. It's more than just making money. It's, it's really helping people. Yeah. And getting the word out there that sex is not bad. Sex is not evil. Sex is not. Sex is good food. Sex is yeah. good food and good really medicine. Yeah. yeah. It is good food. So you say like 20 years, that's a long time to be doing it. Yeah. What made you start it? Why? What brought this upon you? Why? Um, well, I was in my mid 30s. I just met Dawn. So we were just starting to date. And I was in between jobs because I've done, I've worked in geriatrics, I've done lots of different jobs. And I knew the next one that I did, I wanted it to be something that I would be there for a long time. And so I wanted to get discounts on all those fun things. <laughs> That's the truth. And so I started to work for Adam and Eve's. And, uh, and then I hired Dawn as a pinch hitter just in case if I got stuck for staff. And, and we, well, I mean, we were dating and fell in love and working at a sex store. Life was good. Awesome. That's... And I was a professional musician. I'd been for 20 years at that time. And I always liked to get a part-time job uh, whenever I could because then I pay a little bit of taxes because I don't... As a musician, you have to pay it all at the end of the year. So I pay taxes in and then use my, uh, well, I actually hope nobody from the tax department is listening to this. <laughs> then then use all the write-offs from my musical career to get the money back. Okay, or, nice. Or whatever money I owe. Yeah. So then started working for her. And then the owner said that he wanted to sell the place. And I jokingly, not knowing I will explain that. Mm-hmm. Not knowing, I said to Chris, maybe we should buy it, joking. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, let's do that. So, How serious are you? <laughs> I later came to find out that be careful what you say around Chris because she'll make it happen. Hmm. And uh, months later, we owned the store. And <laughs> I was, I'm surprised we've been as successful as we have been. Because especially when we first started out, we didn't buy stuff for the store to sell that we thought would sell. We bought for the store to sell that we wanted to try. <laughs> it's like, Let's take one of those. Yeah, I want to try that. <laughs> like a couple of kids in a candy store, really. Now we could bring in whatever we wanted. Okay, right? nice. And so, but it's always been about helping people, right? Because oh, people God, want yeah. great oh, relationships. Yeah. And my philosophy is happy couples make happy families. Hmm. And happy families make happy children. 
And when all of that's working, parents make good decisions. So if we can help people maintain that connection in their relationship and feel happy, right? And give them knowledge, right? Because sometimes we just don't have the knowledge. We don't know what we're doing. Okay. So we can help you do that and you're happier. Well, there you go. Awesome. That's an great philosophy. Yeah, it's a great story too. And you guys have two shops in Calgary. Yes, we do. Yes. Um, and we have a website as well. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Shopofpleasures.com. We have a location on McLeod Trail. And we have a location on Bonus Road. And we have uh, Little Shop Workshops. Little Shop Workshops. Which is when we do... Education series. Yeah, workshops and, and stuff on, on sexuality <laughs> and relationships. Okay, nice. That's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. That's awesome. There you go. I'll check out the website. <laughs> I mean, I did all my research and I've checked out the website. <laughs> so, of course, we have people on and we're always trying foods. So we're tying this in with Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I don't say Valentine's Day you at will. all. But, you will. <laughs> um, we are going to review some items that are perceived as aphrodisiacs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was an awesome conversation we had before the podcast. So I'm looking forward to your guys' input on this because it was pretty awesome conversation we had already. Do you want to get into some of your research, Lena? Yeah, and then just, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I looked up Aphrodisiac, Wikipedia. (laughs) It's from the Greek pertaining to Aphrodite, the goddess of love. Mm. Um, Many cultures have them. And basically the... Definition I have is something that increases sexual desire or pleasure, such as food, chemicals, drinks. So I didn't go into as much as I think you guys know. So how would you define it? Okay. Um, well, when we started here, just for your listeners, I was asking, what is an aphrodisiac mean to you, right? Because yeah. if mm-hmm. we were to talk about it technically, it, what would cause your testosterone to increase? Because yeah. testosterone is technically the only um, sex hormone. Right. Oh, even in females? Yes. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. Females have a tiny, tiny bit of testosterone yeah. that gives you your sex drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. And hmm. that starts to, when we go through changes, that that drops as well. Okay, yeah. Right? It's not just estrogen. That gives us all those hot flashes and all those other fun things, <laughs> but the drops in uh, testosterone. Okay. Well, we can get into it because there are some foods that will help support the production of testosterone. Okay. So that's where that aphrodisiac kind of comes in. Is like, what will help our body produce the hormones that will make me horny? But yeah. at, at times when I've been in the store, I've had many customers, mostly males, come up to me and say, "What do, is there a te, is there an aphrodisiac I can give to my woman to <laughs> have more set? And I say, first of all, if somebody says they have a product that's going to make you horny, they're lying. Okay. There is no actual product that, that you can take that will make you horny. But what about Even... Spanish fly? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, irritates the that. Let me talk about that in a second. Even uh, Viagra is a vasodilator. So what that does is causes all your veins to open up, which allows more blood to come into the penis and you get a heart on. Yeah. You don't get horny, but mm. you do get a heart on. Yeah. Now, Spanish fly, if someone is ever exposed to Spanish fly or someone says they have Spanish fly, run away. (laughs) Run away quickly. It's incredibly dangerous. Incredibly dangerous. And the the reason it works is, as Chris was saying, you take it and what it does is irritate your urethra, which gives you the, almost the sensation that that you're horny, but it is so dangerous. Do not ever, ever take it. 
So I have customers who come in and say, is there an aphrodisiac? And I say, yes, there is. This is what you do. First of all, you get home early and you clean the house up. Second of all, you make dinner and you draw her a bath. And when she gets home, you put her in the bath, you give her a glass of wine, you guys have a nice dinner, and you'll be shocked at how confused <laughs> she is now to sexuality. I've heard a lot of women say like a, a man vacuuming is. Yes. Oh, so <laughs> I, I think I think take notes, Abe. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and there's actually a whole lot of truth to that. Men and women are very different. We all know that men have lots of testosterone. Believe it or not, scientists have done research to see if that was true. They should have just asked our wives. <laughs> um, but for women, uh, oxytocin is the big thing, right? So we need to feel loved before we will ever feel horny. Okay. So if we're stressed, we won't feel horny. Right, so it doesn't matter what you do. If we're really stressed, I'm worried, or I don't feel that you cared about me today, or that you thought, you know, that type of yeah. thing. Then, then you you shut down. Women will shut down. But if you come in and do that one little thing that you know that makes her day, yeah. right? You start to get that oxytocin. Like, oh, <laughs> right, sense. right. Thinking yeah. of new moms. Yeah, I'm a mom. I talk to moms a lot. New moms, and they're just not feeling it. And I think, yeah, stress. Mm. Yeah. Have a new baby, yeah. that's stressful. Absolutely. So that's that a my... common theme I've seen among girlfriends. Oh, yeah. No, I was just, I'm, I'm agreeing over here. I'm just trying <laughs> to like hold back, Chrissy. But um, that's how I started actually researching. Because in our business, you'd hear it all the time. Stress is the number one cause of lowering your libido. Uh, heart attacks. Like, what? what is it? Like, what is this thing that's harming all of us? And how, mm. like, how do I know what's good stress or what's bad stress? Right. But anyway, so that really plays a big part of it. So as we get into the food and, and all of this, it's, it's things that make us feel good are going to make us increase our libido. Okay. Funny is so I, could, I think sex is a stress reliever too. So yes. Mm -hmm. So I keep cutting you off. I'm so, <laughs> so it's, yeah. But if you're stressed, it's hard to get in the mood. So it's kind of a. It's a catch-22. Yeah, yeah. It's a catch-22, right? So it's a, And men will have the same, they can be affected by it, but they have a much heart, a bigger drive, right? Because they have more receptors in their body for testosterone. And women have more receptors in our body for pleasure. Okay. Right? So we're pleasure. We're like a manufacturer of, of all of the things, like our, our senses. Our sense of smell actually is more acute than males. Mm, nice. I think that's a perfect segue into we'll talk about chocolate after this first this first ad yeah so the mess all podcast is a proud member of the alberta podcast network powered by atb financial so this week the podcast is brought to you in part by norquest career moves and i'm going to play clips so you guys can hear all about it your next career move is right around the corner and norquest college is here to help our new Career Moves Professional Development Program will help you transition to new job opportunities. Funded by the Future Skills Center, we will provide one-on-one -on -one coaching, self-assessments, skill development and training, and up to $2,000 in available tuition credit. Our focus is your success. Make your next move. Apply today at norquest.ca slash career moves. So I hope you guys enjoyed that commercial. And let's get into some of the foods and some of your fantastic research. And I'm already excited for this podcast because there's been so much information so far and it's been so much fun. Oh, I, I've been liking it. It's been fun. Yeah. Before we even started yeah. the recording, 
Yeah. Um, so you brought up women and pleasure, and I think chocolate, I think women. Mm-hmm. Most women like chocolate, and it's a stereotype, but it's true. It's said to have properties that stimulate the pleasure center and mm-hmm. sexual arousal and releases the same ke- chemicals as you feel when you fall in love. Yes. So, in the past, Mayans paid prostitutes in coco- cacao beans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Montezuma apparently would drink up to 50 cups of chocolate p- before visiting his harem. But I don't know. I'd feel pretty sick. I don't know. I don't <laughs> 50 cups of chocolate. That but this is re- right. yeah. reportedly, I mean. <laughs> and Casanova used it to provide himself with enough energy for the night. Out on the prowl. <laughs> so... We'll start with trying different chocolate things. <laughs> well, <laughs> chocolate is a, is a special case. Oh, actually, can... it is, and I can as yeah, I have to I have to, to tell everyone she's baked this lovely chocolate. That's from a box. <laughs> <laughs> we will box or not. It smells awesome, mm-hmm. and I can, my mouth is salivating. So if I sound like I'm, I'm I apologize because <laughs> it really smells delicious. So chocolate, that is the one food out of many of the different things out there that I would say has some uh, aphrodisiac properties Okay. because there's different ones. One most people don't know is that chocolate docks in the same receptor as cannabis. Oh. <laughs> I was like, the, the flavonoids okay. actually go into the same receptors in our body as the cannabinoids. <laughs> Which means it gives us that little bit of a euphoric feeling. Oh. It's not a drug in that sense, but that it docks. So that's where you get that euphoric feeling, right? Um, what else is about chocolate? It releases serotonin. It helps release serotonin, which is that feel good, that happiness, yeah. right? And the, the richer the chocolate and the less sugar, the better you are. Sugar, oh, okay. Dark, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Yeah. But, yeah. Makes sense with less sugar then. Yeah, but most dark chocolate doesn't have a lot of sugars. Yeah. Most of them, right? Um, but once you put more sugar, you actually have less cocoa, yeah. right? So if you really are wanting to get the benefits of chocolate, then you want to have something higher in, in cocoa. Cocoa, cocoa. Yeah, I'm not sure. Which one? You know, but yeah, <laughs> I just it looked like cocoa. Chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate. So that I've mentioned cake that. <laughs> That Don mentioned is PC's molten lava cake. Oh, it's a lava cake. It's a molten lava cake. Feels <laughs> <laughs> like I died and going to Texas. <laughs> so in 1987, Chef Jean Georges von Gerichten, I know I've said that wrong, <laughs> but who cares? Of New York says he invented lava cake when he took a sponge cake out of the oven, wasn't ready, and was still runny. Critics say it already existed in France called Chocolate Molo. Okay. But anyway, he at least popular, popularized it in America. Mm. So this will be our first thing we try. So Well, I love him and I love chocolate and I actually love lava cake. Yeah, so there we go. Let's we go to Banff to a restaurant called Salt Lick. Yeah. Yeah. Great steaks and killer lava cake there as a matter of fact we stayed at a hotel uh about three blocks away from salt lick we'd put our pajamas on even in the middle of winter our onesies walk over there go in the lounge in our onesies right beside the fireplace and then we would order lava cake and have coffee and lava cake that sounds oh my god that's wonderful 
Mm. And they actually brought it back here. I'm talking with food in my mouth. That's yeah, that's what we do. On the <laughs> oh my yeah, God, that's the whole thing. Yeah, I nobody can stop see. eating the chocolate. But they, yeah, they brought it. Actually, they brought the dish back. Mm. The, the mm. ganache with the uh, berry. What do they call that? Boule or whatever, like mm. berries, right? And oh they had vanilla God. ice cream with the mint on the top. Yeah, and they took it away for the longest time, and I was like, "Oh, oh, are you kidding? oh that's." I'm glad they brought it back, though. They brought it back, so it's worth it. So this, this, what you've made me, makes me think about that lava cake and the richness of the chocolate. Right? It's my eyes roll back in my head. So I don't think it will compare to Salt Licks. But no. What do you think? Oh, it's extremely mm. good. Really good. Yeah, it was... extremely good. It's 15 minutes in the oven, and <laughs> yeah, I'm... so there's really preformed. Or, or yeah. oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I'll have to just take a picture of the package. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. Yeah. The, that is a whole lot easier than driving all the way to Banff for yeah. the <laughs> I don't know. That sounds lovely, though. Banff, there's mm -hmm. no wrong there. <laughs> so I brought a little information to uh, about chocolate because you were saying yeah. how it um, can give us that feeling about falling in love or, or something Yeah, that's similar. kind of what I read. And I cannot pronounce the, the, the whole name, but it's PEA. And it's a hormone in our body that when we're falling in love, like it gets released. So the dark chocolate also releases a little bit of that. So you start to feel a little amorous, right? Mm -hmm. So the amounts of antioxidants. Well, that's great, but that doesn't have anything to do with this podcast because that has nothing to do with deliciousness. <laughs> I don't know. It's good to know it's good for you and all the stuff it does if you're eating any food. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I'm the killjoy who reads the nutrients. So. <laughs> I like look at the calories and the sugars. Now you yeah. look at how much fiber and protein and maybe some, um, vi uh, some vitamins mm -hmm. and then you skip the rest. Because oh. there's always those things, and you don't look at the calories and the fat. Yeah. You just look at the good things and be like, wow, there's this much vitamin C. That's what I do. That's how I train myself. There's still some chocolate. I'm not going to have Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Thanks. So, so while she's eating that, our next product is a chocolate chili bar. So it mixes two aphrodisiacs, chocolate mm -hmm. and chili. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So chilies contain capacin. Mm -hmm. I know I said Capacin. that Capsaicin. Capsaicin. Yeah. Okay, which is said to increase testosterone, and it does make you warm up. Get your heart. Oh, that's true. Yeah, mm -hmm. get your blood go flowing and your heart pumping, and it stimulates nerve endings, makes you sweat, almost like you would feel during sex. Mm -hmm. So, almost like heat equals passion is what I read yes. somewhere. Okay. So we're going to mix the two. And see if it's like... <laughs> it's up in its double. Yeah, pass more chocolate. We've got to do more of these podcasts. Yeah. Bring chocolate. We'll drive across the city and come. Yeah, and this is go. from Lint and Sprungly. We, I love Lint. We've eaten yeah. quite a bit. I'm going to lie and say it's new for me, but I've eaten these. As soon as I saw these, I was pretty intrigued a couple we, of years ago. We were eating the... Uh, 90%? Okay. The 80%? A lot of people don't like it because it's not sweet at all. Oh, I like but the dark. So yeah. mm. What is this percentage? Does it say on it? 47% minimum. No. Minimum, that's a weird thing. But yeah, so not the darkest. So my philosophy, what I share with people, is that whatever makes you feel good and puts you in the mood, do that. Okay. That's... Right? Just, just do that, right? Um, it's really all about pleasure. Mm -hmm. So food presentation is a big thing. Yeah. Right? So if it's colorful... Or love is in the detail, right? You, you, instead of just plopping sauce on, you try to drizzle or little details. So that when we look at food, 
if it looks appealing, then it activates the taste buds in our mouth, right? And our sense of smell. And then if you take your time and smell the food, do you see how you're actually releasing all of those feel-good hormones, the dopamine and the serotonin, and then you're just like, oh, hi, honey. <laughs> That's why I can't lose weight. <laughs> That's why I love to eat. Yeah. That's another <laughs> lifetime. My lifetime, I am a lover of food amongst many other things. So what do you, do you guys think? Mm. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I like it a lot. I could go with a little more heat. It yeah. It's bad, but I could almost go with a little, just a touch more, but I like spicy. Actually, it wasn't very hot at all. It's yeah. just, just yeah. barely just a, a tiny, hint of it, yeah. right? Yeah. And For the masses. Saying, I like a little bit more. Yeah. To at least let me know that I've had something spicy. Well, there's I love dipping the, the molten cake. cake. Yeah. yeah with the I love cake. combinations of different things and what you just did don just dipped for the listening audience don just dipped his the uh spicy chocolate into the molten lava cake with like i'm assuming as almost a chip and dip oh, yes. <laughs> and... <laughs> you know we're going to be getting this chocolate buying his cakes take your time <laughs> I love it. Chocolate mm -hmm. and double chocolate. Yeah. That's so good. You should try that. Yeah. Go ahead. Go yeah. We'll pause or whatever you have to do. <laughs> I, I, I'm a good listener. <laughs> so the next thing, we're also mixing chocolate with strawberries. So we have, again, another lint product. Um, lint chocolate. Oh, What's it oh. called? Lindor. Lindor strawberries and cream. So strawberries. Uh, basically, they, from my reading, they have the right minerals and vitamins that help support a healthy sex life. That's I didn't go into all the things. So in Rome, strawberries were the symbol of Venus, which is love. France, in France, cold strawberry soup used to be served to newlyweds to increase their libido during their honeymoon, which sounds delicious. <laughs> and now, even this website... FreeSunDePaulos.com says that this may be true, but this was an interesting fact. I threw it in. They were like, this might not be true. <laughs> in Bavaria, they were said to tie strawberries to cows' horns to offer to elves who would then ensure healthy calves, which is just a fun fact. I don't even know if that increases. <laughs> I'm like, how cows' libidos <laughs> tie into hers, but I just couldn't resist or putting there's that. elves. Yeah. <laughs> really knows for there's sure. for sure elves. <laughs> so i can't wait oh, and uh, if you want a little piece of trivia honeymoon do you know where that comes from no i didn't ever think of that a honeymoon a moon is 30 days oh. one moon so and when a, in ancient times i'm, I'm not, not sure where but in ancient times <laughs> when you would get married you would separate yourselves from everyone for a month and drink a lot of honey wine. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. I love hearing. I, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think to look into the meaning of honeymoon and you just know it. I love how we all got into it already. Thank you for talking so we can eat. So, oh God, <laughs> that strawberry lindies. Oh, yeah. I have Decadent. to share. It reminds me of that strawberry shortcake ice cream that you get as a child. On the stick? On the oh, stick. Yeah. yeah. And when I opened it up, like I took that moment as I talked about, well, if we wanted to have aphrodisiac properties, then I need to pay attention, right? So yeah. I'm like smelling it a little bit. And I was like, oh, like you just smell before mm. you bite into it. Like it smells like fresh straw. 
<laughs> smells like fresh strawberries. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I could, oh my goodness, I'm going to get a whole lot fatter after trying all these foods. It's <laughs> it's not the first time we had Lindor chocolates on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and every time it's so good. Um, yeah, they, we got a bag of 100 at Christmas time for <laughs> $30, and it was the best $30 that I ever spent. I, gave, I did give some away for Christmas, but I there was not one kind I didn't like. Wow. So go so down good. to the Lind- the Lindor store. I've only ever bought it in the... There's a Lindor there's a store? Cross Iron Mills and buy Ikea. Oh a Lindor store, go. It's, oh if my you God. like chocolate, go to that store. And then a couple years later, you'll buy a store. And we'll be like, you know, we just had so much fun, we had to buy it. That kind of sounds like you could like moonlight at the other. That doesn't sound like a bad life. Side by side. So now, you know, you said like unhealthy and chocolate and now we're moving into something healthy. So we had strawberries. Now mm-hmm. we're moving to banana, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. have bromelain in them, which is an enzyme which increases testosterone. I didn't know that. And then there's vitamins which just increase energy. But mostly it's said to be an aphrodisiac. Because of the phallic look of them, yes. the phallic nature. Yes. So now, there's a rule. We're going to oh, pass yeah. the bananas around. Here, so you okay. get one. There we go. Pass one down to that lovely lady at the end of the table. Oh. <laughs> I got the big one over here. I got the big one. So there's... Okay, there's so what's a, the rule? There's a rule. So first we have to open our banana. Yeah. So we can... Yes. Here, and I'm going to be creative um, here and cut it with my Yeah, they're spoon. not the most... They're not the ripest banana. But... <laughs> so did I. I'm my spoon. Yeah. Look, so, <laughs> If you could all sort of visualize okay. as we're sitting at a table oh, that, right. and we've all peeled our bananas. <laughs> so we're all holding these bananas ready oh, to have a bite to eat. picture because <laughs> we've never had a banana before. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a rule that everyone okay. should know when you eat bananas. You don't make eye contact. Yes. Oh, you're not supposed to because I was going to say we should and the first person who giggles loses. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I giggled already and I didn't even take a bite. <laughs> well, in our store, there's absolutely pretty much nothing you can say that can't be taken two ways. Or there's nothing you can say that you can't put, that's what she said after. Yeah, Do we have any staples left? That's what she said. You know, there's nothing you can say. And it becomes actually a joke because oh, Dawn had put up on the sign something about... Uh, when you eat bananas, don't make eye contact or something. <laughs> and I was standing there looking at the sign, and I was like, I don't understand it. Like, I don't That doesn't seem very funny to me. And he's looking at me like, Chris, I can't believe you're not getting that. And he's like, think about it. Make eye contact and eat it all. Oh, oh, okay. So I can do that at home, right? <laughs> and I giggled before I even started. Yeah. So. I, I get a lot, a lot of mileage from the letterboard sign we have over our McLeod Trail Strip sign, which is at Mission and McLeod. And uh, we've got a few of my little sayings. I put funny yeah, sayings I've on seen there. those. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't put sail on or anything yeah. like that. I, I put something that's going to be entertaining. Uh, the one I keep thinking of that we've gotten the most mileage out of that made it onto Reddit <laughs> was condoms aren't completely safe. 
A friend of mine was wearing one and got hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> now, I saw you mixed the banana with the chocolate chili. How is that? Oh that sounds God, good. So good. Pass me pass a piece of that chocolate, Dave. There you go. <laughs> They're not the best bananas. There's still some lava cakes. So so. Oh, look, we're like going for leftovers. And I realized when I turned my book over, there was some more banana facts. <laughs> In Islam, I guess bananas were believed to be the forbidden fruit. Because mm-hmm. of their shape, and um, India in India they offer them to fertility gods, and in mm. Hawaii for a while, like ancient days, women were prohibited from eating bananas because of the shape. Well, Why? that seems unfair. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's you know obviously true. I heard I read it on the internet. <laughs> no, it's okay, true. If it's on the true. internet. Only yeah. two things mm-hmm. are on the internet. Exactly. <laughs> The chocolate chili bar with the banana. You can invite us on your podcast. <laughs> we just so come back. We do love to eat, and we do love guests. So. <laughs> but you don't love to eat the guests. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't no. That I'm guests. not into. Yes. No. Yeah. So we had our healthy bit. Yep. We're still talking about fruit. Peaches. Peaches are deemed an aphrodisiac since Roman times. Mostly because their shape reminds us of a woman's curves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't have peaches. We have fuzzy peaches from Maynard's, which I didn't know till today aren't available in the U.S. Unless, maybe, uh. specialty stores, but they're from the U.K. and Canada. And apparently Steph Curry's favorite candy. Throw that in there. <laughs> also so, one of our favorite candies also. Also one of mine. So let's try them. And Is there any left? I was... I <laughs> No, it's all right. Make your mouth water, which is really awesome. The best thing about it is this: there's tart. They have a sour yeah. aspect. I love okay. sour so yeah. much. They make some good candy. Sour Patch Kids mm. and the watermelon, which you don't like, but mm. watermelon also. The sour cherry yeah. is a really good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Red is my favorite flavor. <laughs> <laughs> so Buster heard a bag, so that's why he's over. Oh, he thought it was chips. No. Oh, man. When we did our candy cane episode, we had a peach one, and this reminds oh. me that that was one of my favorites. So I think we all agree, Fuzzy Peach is amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I haven't had anything that's that's even even good. It's all been amazing. We awesome. try to eat good things. Yeah. We don't want to eat that. But except like those clam <laughs> candy cakes. So. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not here for that episode. Yeah. Maybe. You never know. Maybe. It's true. You never know. You know it's it's true. true. Yeah. And we did ask our guests before the podcast, would you be willing to try this? We didn't just throw them <laughs> oh, in the good. spot. Yes. We would never yeah. do that. That would make a fun podcast, though, wouldn't it? Mm. It's like for so for much. us too, yes. <laughs> for somebody, for the, uh, hold, the listeners. Hold the guests down and force yeah. them to eat. Yeah. 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 So we got one more item to try. What can you tell us about whipped cream, Lena? Okay, well, there's not really much an aphrodisiac. I just kind of found it as being sexy food. So kind of oh, used yeah. in the bedroom, mm-hmm. like cover up areas, and almost like the molten cake, except for that had chocolate as an aphrodisiac, but yeah, just kind yeah. of sexy food, like cherries with the stems and tying that oh, whipped oh, cream, and a can of whipped cream. Also, I think the lava cake and... and serious third degree burns from the liquid <laughs> oh, no, not conducive just the eating it might be yeah but i did i did delve into the history of canned whipped cream i would love it to hear that i know nothing about the yeah. interesting yeah sure way so in the 1940s and i didn't even know it would be around that long a united a university of illinois student was trying to come up with a way to preserve cream 
So he put it under pressure mm. using carbon dioxide, but it just kept coming out whipped. And he thought that was a problem until he brought it to other fellow students who were like, can you whipped not me? see how great that oh, is? And <laughs> <laughs> got the patent. And it became the, those students became the Aerated Products Corporation in 1946 and began selling it, but it had to be returned to be refilled, the canisters. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then in 1948, Ready Whip started selling single-use containers. Which I think we should fill them again with all going on in the world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And now we have coconut whipped cream from the Gailey company, I think. Yes. Because because I wanted to try the coconut one because I like coconut. I'm not necessarily vegan or anti-dairy, but coconut. And if I'm not mistaken, the propellant is um, not carbon dioxide now. It is uh, laughing gas. Uh, ah, nitrous oh, oxide. Oh, okay. It's is that what they're called? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. nitrous oxide because nitrous oxide doesn't impart any flavor to the... Now, I was going to see how everyone did this because I just thought, right? Now, <laughs> I just thought that might Health not be the most hygienic, but we're, we're, we're being polite. It's the first time on the show. Next time, I'll be like, all right, baby, time to get out that coconut. <laughs> yeah. Really, it's actually a little on the sweeter side. That doesn't sound bad. <laughs> yeah, like for, it's a, everyone's different taste, right? But it's it's really quite lovely. And apparently, it's gluten free. Oh. Who would have thought that out of a cream it's, product? Yeah. <laughs> it's non-dairy. Yeah. That's disturbing. Well, it's no. because it's coconut. And I know Oh, coconut, yeah, right. That's coconut coconut milk. Milk. I don't know if you oh, yeah. put I... a can of coconut milk in the fridge, it gets hard. And then you just pour off the liquid or save it for soup or something and whip it. And it's kind of like whipped cream. Yeah. Really good and really easy. It is good. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to try some on my banana. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see and, any banana. <laughs> I mean, they weren't the ripest bananas. I think anything will make it better. But coconut and banana? I can't even make eye contact with anything. <laughs> well, let's all stare at her intently. <laughs> you know, it's turning so probably red. the shade of a tomato. So now it's awesome. She's That's my mom. almost regular shade. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it. I like the coconut flavor in it. Oh, yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to steal a piece of Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, there yeah, are some... I'm sorry to pick up that off because I got kind of a mouth all over it when I was giggling. <laughs> yeah. People who actually have food fetishes. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see, what can I share? Um, <laughs> 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 what can I share? Um, I will share an experience. We, because we own the store, we've done some interesting things. And someone wanted to have the experience of being a smorgasbord. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah, and yeah. So, and it was, of course, it's with only people you know and trust yeah, and all yeah. that other stuff. But if you can imagine, even if it's between two people. Yeah. Right? And if you love food. All right, you can. What you had on this table? Coconut if only cream. Only I could find someone I loved. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love. <laughs> I love a lot of people. <laughs> that sounded not how I meant it. Sorry, continue. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. But I, I wanted to give a caveat before I get too excited and forget. Um, no sugars around the vagina. 
right? So if you're going to have fun, keep it on the outside. People yeah. do the put popsicles and do stuff, but in all honesty, you mess with a woman's pH, yeah. with sugars and that, and yeah. then you end up going to the doctor. But other than that, right? It's like chocolate body paint. We saw that mm-hmm. in the store, mm-hmm. right? And Kamasutra's had products, you know, for years. And there's something about painting a little chocolate on your lover. Yeah. Right, and then a little whipped cream, and then maybe feeding them. Like we've all seen Nine and a Half Weeks. That's an older movie. It's a little bit edgy, but the whole point about food. This whole scene, she was blindfolded, and he would just feed her food, and she would have to say, "Oh, I like it," and then he'd put chili in her mouth, and she was like, "Hey." Hey, wait, that is not funny. <laughs> Hot chili is not funny. But Chocolate good. To, to elaborate on your the human smorgasbord, someone mm-hmm. would be naked, lie on a table, and then they place all the food items on the person. And you can either just pick them off or take them off with your mouth or... Or scare them with uh, okay. some fondue sticks. Just to <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the smarty fell. What were that? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yes. So we've tried all the food. I think we've all had a little bit of fun so far. So before we do a food review, we're going to bring you an ad from one of our other sponsors. This episode is brought to you in part by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. And Park Power has low overhead, and chances are you'll save money if you switch. You can find out how much money you'll switch by visiting parkpower.ca and plugging in your numbers into the Alberta Energy Savings Calculator. If you decide to switch, it's easy. Nothing changes about your service, only the price you pay. Learn more at parkpower.ca. So you can save money, crank up your heat while you're a smorgasbord. Oh. Yes, yes. Thanks, <laughs> I noticed someone's been thinking about it. Crank up the heat. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking I'd be cold. Yes. Yeah. So, what was the biggest surprise out of everything that was here tonight for everybody? The coconut whipped cream. Yeah, it's a non-dairy product, and it's very, very whipped creamy. Yeah. It's the texture and uh, the mouthfeel of it is exactly like whipped cream. A nice coconutty flavor, and yeah. the sweetness level was just right. Nice. Mm-hmm. A- anything Actually, for you? I was quite surprised that the molten lava cake that you something store-bought that you were able to warm up would taste that good. Which we are going to immediately go out and buy. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, no, that that's for women who need chocolate to brighten our day. You know, yeah. in the mood, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the yeah. <laughs> I'd say the exact same thing as you with the coconut whipped cream. Yeah. I'm in agreement with Don and Lena on this one. The coconut whipped cream surprised me. So basically, a health food gluten free. Yeah. 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 Basically, (laughs) zero calories. No, No. it's not okay. Okay. Back closely. Is there any protein or vitamins? Read the the calories. Remember we said ixnay on the calorie. Four tablespoons. The nutritional fact (laughs) is in four tablespoons. That's a lot of whipped cream. That's a lot. That's quite a bit. And only five carbs in four tablespoons. That's good. Only half of those from sugar. So it's a a carb-friendly dish. Coconut and coconut oil, you know, that's all good stuff. Speaking of that, (laughs) at the risk of shooting myself in the foot, (laughs) which I frequently do in the store by helping customers find things that uh, completely 
uh, inexpensive alternatives to some things we have in the store. Coconut. The coconut, yes, you can use coconut oil, makes a fantastic lube. Oh. A fantastic sex lube. Not for condoms. No. Don't you can't use it with condoms, but for massage and for sex, coconut oil can't beat it. Oddly hmm. enough, I'm reading a book called Erotic or finished it, Erotic Stories for Punjabi Women. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. mostly about the women as opposed to the stories. And gee, one of the things that they use. Yeah, these coconut oil. I mean, it's not a real story, but mm-hmm. I, I believe that probably came out of some fact. And because it's an oil, it yeah. uh, will never dry out or get sticky. Oh. I've done a little bit of research about whether it's actually good. This is a food product, so we're yeah. talking about food. Yeah. Um, and I've used coconut oil as a for myself, um, but traditionally we tell women absolutely no petroleum, no oils around no the vagina. Oils. It's very unhealthy. Um, so there hasn't been any long-term studies, but the research coming out, they're saying that it's wonderful. It actually has a bit of um, antibacterial properties in there for women, and it also helps will balance your pH internally. Mm. So, yeah, who knew that food could be good for your sex life? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I guess one final question: What was everybody's favorite item tonight? Mine was the lava cake. I know yeah. I'm, I'm a sort of you know the odd girl out here, but I love the lava cake. Or I'm going to ask: What was your favorite combination that you guys tried? Oh, oh we didn't save the whipped cream for with the cake. Oh. Well, actually, I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us had some lava cake. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Someone rolled your hand. I was like, oh, there's a little bit of cake left. <laughs> and how was it? It, it was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was really good. My favorite yeah. food has to, the favorite food has to be a tie between the lava cake and the fuzzy peaches. Oh, okay. Like the, the little bit of sourness. Fuzzy. Oh, I love it yes. so much. Yes. My favorite combination was the Lindor chocolate the uh, spicy chocolate the spicy chocolate with yeah. a little bit of the lava cake on there oh my god nice nice my favorite was the lindor chocolate and i didn't try it with anything but i really liked the coconut whipped cream with a banana i like that too yeah that's a dessert right there that's like a banana split yeah <laughs> in my mind i'm like Next time, let's put it like have a serving of a banana, <laughs> right? And then we chop everything up and take little, little mix it all together, right? There we go. Although the banana was also good with the chocolate chili. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Maybe the three together. I don't know. That's that's yeah. too much. <laughs> what about you, Abe? I, I I like the lava cake. I thought it was great uh, for a pre-made product. I wasn't expecting too too much, yeah. and it came out awesome. I yeah, I liked yeah. it. It was really good. So. Brought me to my happy place. Good. And you know, I'm, I think I might be feeling frisky. Let me see. <laughs> Let's go home. Let me see. Now I've got my soft onset voice. <laughs> okay. Let's get you home then. It's a long drive. Okay, so okay. we'll wrap it up there. <laughs> but yeah. You got a Tupperware coconut oil for you. <laughs> so uh, where can people find you again so the listeners know where to go in for awesomeness okay well you could find us online so sometimes if people are a little shy 
they can go to our website because it doesn't have everything, but it does have a lot. So that would be littleshopofpleasures.com. Awesome. And would you like to tell them about our store locations? And we have our main store on McLeod Trail at 3812 McLeod, which is Mission Road and McLeod Trail. Yep. And as you drive by, you can see our the signs that I do want to change them every week. And we have a location in Boness, right across from the old Boness Hotel at 6411A. Awesome. Again, this was this was a ton of fun. Thanks, thanks, Chris and Don for coming on. I this learning and laughing and talking and eating. And eating. <laughs> this was awesome. I had so much fun tonight. So thank you for being on. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you for inviting us.